Welcome to the LB SNC podcast, where myself, Lachlan Beavis, and several guests will discuss all things health and fitness. We will also discuss several topics that are relevant in our world today and how they impact our day to day lives. If you like or enjoy the podcast, please feel free to share on social media or submit a rating and review. Awesome, guys, let's dive right in. Hey guys, it's Lachlan here and welcome back to the LB SNC podcast. We are at episode one now. Um, so guys, today we are basically going to be talking about um, a few things that which um, I've really wanted to talk about. It's, it's actually been one of the first things that I've really wanted to um, discuss on the podcast. Um, basically, it's all about the process and um, and dealing with adversity, specifically more so in sport. Um, obviously, growing up, um, you would have heard in the previous episode that I have played a fair amount of sport um, in my time. So uh, we're basically just going to have a bit of a, a discussion about some things that I've learned um, throughout my uh, my junior um, sporting career so far, and um, and basically the the process that um, that I undertook to get to some of the, um, the places I got to. Um, so basically I get, I get asked a lot, um, cause I'm a big believer in the process. Um, what is the process? So basically I, I like to, I like to define it as, um, relating to basically the hard work, the commitment, the patience and the dedication that's, um, that's required to achieve, you know, a certain goal. Um, you know, that goal can be big or small, um, but all goals and objectives that you set yourself require a, a, a process because um, obviously it doesn't happen um, with the click of a finger. It has, it's, um, it takes time and, you know, good things um, definitely take time to develop and, you know, obviously progress. So, um, yeah, that's, that's how I like to kind of, um, you know, define the process. And I guess the first example that um, I want to share with you guys um, in regards to this is, um, my career, um, at obviously the Maitland Mustangs with basketball and, um, and how that eventuated, especially in the senior ranks. So, um, obviously once I finished my junior career, I, um, I made the leap up into the senior program. Um, but it was more so before that, um, I began playing youth league from a fairly young age. So youth league is like under 23. So basically you, you can, I don't know what the rule is now. I think it's, they've slightly changed it. But at the time I was still playing under 18s and I'd actually started training with um, with the youth league team at Maitland. Um, now, obviously with me being 16, 17-year-old kid playing against, you know, guys who are 22, 23 years old, it was a pretty big jump. And um I was definitely the youngest by a few years um, and I guess me being the person I am and wanting to, you know, see, you know, see myself, you know, playing and, and you know, representing the club at that level straight away, I didn't know, I think I kind of got a little bit of my head ahead of myself a little bit um, in a way. I kind of, um, I forgot about the process that it kind of, that needed to be taken to kind of get to that level. So, I remember vividly, um, you know, I'd turn up to, you know, to practices and, and training sessions and, you know, I'd, I'd train with the team, um, but I never got named on the team list come Saturday or Sunday. 
Um, now, you know, putting it all in perspective, pu- putting it all into perspective, rather, um, you know, at the time I was young and, you know, there were guys, you know, who I, you know, who I still know very well today, um, you know, in the team and, you know, they were, they were great players. And I think I, I, I kind of got a bit, um, a bit sidetracked in a, in a way that thinking that it would happen straight away. Um, and I was, I was definitely put in my place a few times. I remember, um, you know. I remember a few times at training or, you know, I'd, you know, I'd be put in my place by some of the, some of the, you know, more senior guys. Um, and I didn't actually see any real significant game time for a good couple of years. And um, I think this is, this is a really relevant thing for a lot of the, a lot of junior players out there today um, who might listen to this. Um, and I guess the advice that I have for, for those guys is, you know, if, you know, if it's your first year of senior basketball or senior sport, in, in a senior program, um, don't expect to, to jump right in and be, you know, a significant part of a team which has older guys on there. Um, you know, I think that's something that I learned the hard way because obviously, you know, I, I spent a lot of time um, persisting and, and, you know, eventually my time came around. But I think I definitely, you know, my advice, you know, to those younger guys coming up is to definitely – um, you know, not just in basketball, but in all sport, as I said, but is to just, you know, take the time to, you know, turn up to training sessions and do that extra work because it'll eventually pay off. Um, I, I guarantee you it paid off for me um, and it pays off for a lot of people who, you know, who take time to, to really work on their game. So I would say um, definitely keep persisting and just keep showing up because at the end of the day, if you do that, everything else will fall into place. And I, and I found that out. One of the, you know, one of the main moments that I remember, and this is when it came to fruition, is um, I. Uh, it wasn't actually in youth league; it was in a state league game. So I was still training with the youth league squad, but at the time, I think it was, oh, I can't remember the year now. I think it might have been 2017, maybe. I they asked me to play state league, and you know, the opening game was at home, and you know, I remember one of my one of the my main goals was to eventually play a senior game in front of our home crowd. And, you know, those of you who, who are from Maitland and who are from the Mustangs would know, you know, our home games are, are a pretty awesome environment to be a part of, especially if you're playing. And, um, you know, I, I, it was one of those things that I really wanted to be a part of. And I remember um, suiting up playing state league and I had, you know, one of the best games of my junior career and of my senior career, actually, um, you know, I ended up playing really well and, you know, contributed a lot. And, um, you know, I remember at the time after, I, after I'd finished, the youth league coach at the time who, um, who's a good friend of mine now, Mitch Ruder, he, he came up to me and I, and I looked up to a lot of those older guys and he just came up to me and just, you know, obviously congratulated me on, on how I play. But that, that kind of, that moment, I definitely, I'll remember forever because it was as though all that persistence and that hard work to get to that point you know, it all, it, it all was paying off. The second moment, um, again, which, which, you know, really came to fruition was um, actually not so long ago. Um, it was in 2019 or 2018. I think it was 2019. Um, it was, I was in the championship men's side at the time and I didn't see a whole lot of game time um, throughout the start of the year, but as the season went on, injuries obviously started to creep in and, you know, that consistency, you know, showing up to training, um, 
and you know putting in the hard work was starting to pay off and we made the semi-finals that year and um funnily enough it was against um mitch and and the central coast crusaders and I remember going into the game, I didn't think, and, you know, it was at the Central Coast and, you know, on their home turf, and it was it was probably the most formidable crowd I've ever played against because it was just all Central Coast. It was, you know, there was a patch of Maitland fans, but it was all Central Coast. And, you know, I remember going into the game, I was like, you know, gosh, I'm probably not going to see the court, but, you know, to be a part of it was something special. And, you know, sure enough, um, I remember Jack Edwards, one of our main guys, he went down with an injury and then, um, Sam Huggins was down and then we got into some foul trouble and um, I remember Luke just called my name and said you know Bevo you, you're on so um, I kind of didn't have any time to think about it. I just went on and you know just played played my natural game in a way and um, even though we did we we ended up losing the game but you know again I contributed fairly significantly that night and you know um, you know hit some big shots down the stretch and just couldn't get it over the line but um, again, it was, you know, it was another example and a moment that I'll always remember is that, you know, that constant, you know, the process that I went through to get to that level, it, it paid off. Um, so time and, and they were the only two moments that, you know, it obviously happened, you know, it happened throughout, you know, other stages of my career, but those two moments definitely resonate with me. Um, and the second example um, that I've got in regards to the process is, uh, making my first state team and obviously um you know as i said in the previous um episode you know making a state team is something that not a lot of athletes get to do um you know i feel i feel as though in a way some 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 guys that make state teams kind of take it for granted in a way um you know because they've made team after team year after year but for me i never made any new south wales team until top age under 20s um, it took me a good six, seven years of, you know, hard work, um, commitment, you know, showing up day after day, um, you know, season after season to make that team. And um, when I was eligible for under 20s, um, I actually didn't trial my first year um, that I was eligible for it. Um, and I actually blamed it. Not a lot of people know this, but I blamed it because I wasn't ready. Um, now it wasn't that at all. Um, it was actually because I was scared of failing, um, which not a lot of people know. Um, it was, you know, there, there are guys who are at the trial who are in NBL squads right now. Um, you know, I can name one guy right now, Angus Glover. So he's, I think he's with the, um, the Sydney Kings at the moment. He was a guy who was trialing and a couple of other guys there, um, you know, as soon as I saw their, their names on the list that, or, you know, or who I knew who were trialing, it wasn't that it was because I wasn't ready. Um, it was purely because I didn't want to put myself in a position where I could fail. Now, looking back, I definitely do, you know, wish that I went back and trialed um, because, you know, that at the end of the day, I let the kind of fear of failure get to me. But, um, you know, the second year, um, I, I put my foot forward and I, and I, you know, I took the chance and I trialed and, you know, one of the moments that I remember relating to the process is um, is getting a phone call from the coach at the time, Mike Cassidy, um, that I've made the team. Um, I remember it so clearly and I'll always remember it. Um, I was, you know, in my room, not, you know, just um, hanging out and sure enough, got the call and it was either going to be a call of you didn't make it or you've made it. Um, so I knew it was either going to go one of two ways and sure enough, he... Um, 
he said that I'd made it. And the, the feeling is something that I'll never, I'll never be able to describe and I won't forget because it was just, it was relief. It was, it was just, you know, knowing that all the work that I'd done for, you know, six, seven years had finally paid off. And, you know, getting that phone call from him and being able to tell my parents and being able to tell, you know, the ones closest to me, friends, family, it was just, you know, it was an incredible, incredible feeling. Um, and I'll never forget it. Um, and I guess the second moment I also remember from that is obviously the the tournament was amazing and being able to play against, you know, NBL talent. You know, I, I remember we were playing against Queensland, I think, in one of the games and a couple of guys in that Queensland team are now in, in NBL teams. And, you know, one of the guys who, a couple of guys who I knew of their names and, you know, you know, kid from Maitland's just on the bench, you know, and I'm just like, well, gosh, like this is pretty crazy, you know, like who would have thought, you know, I'd be here. Um, and, you know, I might sound a bit silly to some people, but for me it was a massive milestone to get to that point. So um, playing against elite talent from all over the country was a massive, massive moment for me. And and also trying on, it's, and it's not a big one, this one, but trying on the uniform, um, you know, and actually, you know, getting the sky blue jersey it was it was a massive feeling of accomplishment for me you know i really felt like it was it was where you know it was it was just the final you know like the final step that i that i just had to get and i and i got there um so those kind of examples and moments guys are more more or less you know um relate to the process and how you know the process that i undertook to get to to get to those levels and it's a real it's it's definitely possible to get where you want to get to through the process. It's it's just, you know, the process can be whatever you want it to be, but it always involves hard work, dedication, commitment, um, and patience, all those things that, that I spoke about pr- before. Um, you know, they're, they're super important and they're an integral part of, you know, of what you need to do to get to where you want to get to. Guys, the second thing I want to touch on, and I'll try to keep this as short as I can, but um, dealing with adversity in sport, um, obviously basketball being my sport, um, you know, I had a lot of tough times um, relating to basketball and getting to, you know, those those awesome places that I got to. Um, And, you know, a couple of examples of this, you know, obviously adversity is different for everyone, but these moments here were probably the one, like they're definitely the some of the top ones like relating to um, my basketball journey. Um, example one is um, my CIS trials. Um, now, CIS, Combined Independent Schools, it's all through the school system. Um, I trialed for this team, so I went to Hunter Valley Grammar. Um, then the next stage is representing Hunter Region. And then you go on to represent, obviously, the combined independent schools now, which is all this. This includes the private schools of Sydney. So you've got your Knox Grammars, your Newingtons, all those elite level Sydney schools um, in Sydney. Um, and I remember the first trial I went to in year ten. Now again, some crazy, crazy talent there. Um, I was definitely in a tough age group at the time. I didn't make it the first year, which look, I was expected. I was expecting not to make it, um, just purely because of you know I was young. I was, you know, there were guys there who were six, eleven, seven feet, you know, and you know, they're just elite talent, and I wasn't quite there yet. Year eleven came around, and 
I definitely thought I had a shot that year. Um, and look, I'll never forget it. It was a gut-wrenching feeling because we scrimmaged at the end and I actually had to stop because of cramps. Um, I literally, I couldn't move a leg after a leg. It was that bad. I literally had to crawl off the court. And um, the coach at the time, Rex Nottage, um, he he was the coach. And, you know, I wanted, I was literally out to do everything I could, um, fighting tooth and nail to get on this team. And, um, and anyway, they got us in at the end, um, sat us all in the middle of the court and they read out our names and, uh, and I didn't hear my name. And it was it was a gut wrenching feeling because I thought that that was my chance, um, you know, to to finally, you know, it was before, you know, the New South Wales teams and and whatnot. But I thought that that was a chance that I really had to get, and I didn't get it. Um, and I remember the car trip. I literally I was crying out of the school with mum. I was I was absolutely devastated by it. Um, and then obviously trusted the process and got back to work and came back the the next year. So year 12, my final year, my final opportunity. Um, and I finally made the team. Um, and it was, um, you know, it was, a, again, a feeling of relief. It was a feeling of, you know, elation. It was so many things all mixed into one. Um but I, I kind of, there was another feeling inside of me that was like, all right, Lynn, now let's kind of prove a point here. Um, so anyway, the once you get selected in the in the CIS team, you get the opportunity to um, represent CIS at the Tri Schools Cup or Tri Schools Comp, um, basically against the other schooling associations. And then from that tournament, they would select two New South Wales teams um, to represent. Um, New South Wales at the All Schools Nationals. Now, that was far from my radar. I had no idea that I would even be in the running for that. Um, I was just happy with making the CIS team as it was. Um, and it, it we played and I played better than what I thought I would. And anyway, the fact that they were made, taking new, two New South Wales teams, I was confident at the end that I might just sneak in. And sure enough, I heard my name get called for the seconds team, which is like obviously the first New South Wales team, the the better team on paper, and then the seconds team. So I got named on the seconds team. And obviously it was, you know, being able to put on that New South Wales jersey, it was incredible. Um, something that got I you know, I loved every every second of the moment getting my name called and you know, I think most I think all of the CIS team actually made that team. So or one of the teams. So um, you know, I was going there with familiar faces and um, and I knew most of the boys who were in the team. So it was a really cool, um, cool opportunity that I got. Um, so we went down to Canberra and um, and this is um, probably one of the best, if not the best basketball memory I do have is, um, is beating the other New South Wales team in the final. Um, it was... We, I think we had one loss against them during the round games and then we met them in the grand final and um, we, were, we, we weren't expected to win, put it that way, because, you know, the other New South Wales team had guys who are now, you know, playing in the NBL or, or, or overseas at college, um, doing great things in the sport and, you know, we just simply weren't given a chance. Um, everyone was pretty much rolling us off 
saying it was going to be a pretty convincing win to the other team. But, you know, we obviously had other ideas and a little bit of luck fell our way and um, and it was a super cool opportunity because I was also, you know, I, I was named captain of that team. Um, you know, I was named, you know, captain of the twos and, you know, we, we took it out in the grand final and, um, you know, the, the feeling of being able to go up and collect, you know, collect the trophy and and the medals and obviously read out everyone's all, all of the all of my teammates names is, is a, something that again I'll never forget um it's uh you know I never I, if you were to ask me the start of that year you'd be captain of the New South Wales twos team to to win an all schools nationals championship I'd be like nah like not a chance but it happened and honestly you know through that adversity that I faced of not making a CIS team and not making a New South Wales team until top age 20s, you know, being overlooked in a way all through my junior career, it all just kind of fell into place. And I guess that's the big the big thing that I really want to stress to a lot of the younger athletes and the players that are coming through. You know, you don't need to make a, a New South Wales team. You don't need to make any of that throughout your junior career to be able to get where you want to get to. Um, and, you know, I touched on in the last episode that I was able to go down to Melbourne um, you know, I, I got the opportunity to, to try to train with the Melbourne United squad down there. I never got that. I unfortunately COVID changed that. I never actually got on the court, but I definitely got an invite. Um, and you know, all of this, all of what's happened progressively throughout my senior career, it's all just eventuated really nicely. Um, and at the time when I wasn't making those teams and I was just falling short, it frustrated me at the time, but I guess from what I've learned and what I'm trying to pass on to a lot of other, you know, people who I know and, you know, players who want to make that next step is to just trust the process, I guess. I know it's cliche and, you know, a lot of sporting teams use it, but it is true. Um, you know, go through what you need to go through, um, work hard and, you know, adversity is a is a given that will happen in sport. You know, it's it's definitely, um, it's a, it's a thing that's going to happen and, That'll actually toss into my last example in regards to adversity, um, which is injury. Um, now, this is going to be a real quick one, but I suffered two knee injuries in the space of two years. And this was all in the mix of um, you know, my senior my senior career with the Mustangs. And then obviously, it was after all of my, um, all of, um, my New South Wales stuff. Um, so it happened after that, which was fortunate, but it still hampered me a lot. You know, I couldn't get a consistent season in purely because, you know, I was just, I had niggling injuries in my knees and it was just, you know, it was tough. Um, you know, I had to have surgery on one knee. I had to rehab the other knee for about a good six to eight weeks. It was just a constant, um, you know, it was a constant battle to just keep my knees right, which, which was frustrating. But, you know, leading from that, you know, that, that eventually, you know, that, hard work that I had to go through and, you know, all those those tough times with the knee and eventually eventuated in me, you know, getting more court time and, you know, seeing the floor a bit more for my for my home club, which, you know, at the end of that, I, I go back to one of the first points that I made. You know, people who are listening to this from Maitland and who know the Mustangs, um, even players from other clubs who come and play, you know, they, they know how formidable and how pretty cool the atmosphere is at our home games um and that you know i go back to it that was what i wanted to be a part of at the time and you know i've you know 
all the hard work that I did and all that adversity that I had to go through eventually um, paid off and, I, and I've been given and I got that opportunity. Um, so guys, I'm going to wrap it up there. Um, bit of a longer one today, but I've tried to keep it as short as I could. But yeah, basically it was just a, just to touch on, you know, obviously the process and, and dealing with the adversity that, you know, is going to be, is it's inevitable in sport. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be basketball. It can be any sport. Um, you know, so thank you guys for listening. Um, again, if you like and enjoy the podcast, um, please feel free to give us a share, give us a shout out on uh, social media. Um, I'd really appreciate it guys. And, uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you guys.